Hey everyone, welcome to the Crypto Masters podcast. My name's Brian. <laughs> and I'm Ross. Just kidding. My name's Ross. Oh yeah, that's right. My name's Brian. <laughs> And you know what, guys? This is a good little segment. I guess it's not brews and blockchain today, Brian, because I have no brew. I forgot to go to the grocery store. But, you know, this is a section of the podcast we like to talk about news around the crypto space. Good, bad, ugly. We cover it all. Doesn't hey, matter, Ross. We are, no matter what, we are the crypto masters. We're the crypto masters. And hey, before we go any further, I got to say, we're not financial advisors, so this is not financial advice. Right. But mainly, we're talking about news today, so that doesn't even matter. <laughs> but, you know, let's get That's right true. into it. That's true. Um, there's yeah. been a lot of talk in the crypto space. We're going to talk uh, SEC Kraken today. We're going to talk uh, Coinbase and their staking, how it's different, maybe similar. I don't know. We'll get to it. And also, what we'll talk about first is... Munger's article in the Wall Street Journal, uh, or maybe lack thereof. Um, mm. I mean, shoot, do you want me to scroll? If you're uh, watching live stream on YouTube, you can watch me scroll, but uh, that's it. It's like yeah. less than a two minute read. I mean, it, uh, it was really a uh, it was an opinion piece in the Wall Street Journal on February the second of 2023. Uh huh. Titled "Why America Should Ban Crypto." Um, and I guess, this, yeah, this little subtitle here, it isn't currency. Oh, I, hold on. Let me do a better voice. It isn't currency. It's a gambling contract with a nearly hundred percent edge for the house. Oh, wow. Nice. Yep. <laughs> You're welcome. And scene. Right. So, and let's, let's say who Charlie Munger is. Um, I think everybody knows, uh, Warren Buffett, you know, mm -hmm. it, I mean, now, I mean, essentially a longtime investor has an incredible track record and essentially for the last however many years been doing their investments through Berkshire Hathaway. And Charlie Munger has sort of been his number two man for a long time. And Charlie's in his nineties. Many me. Yeah. Charlie <laughs> is in his nineties um, and is a very um, open uh, obviously opponent of, uh, of all crypto apparently. Um, so anyway, Ross, so he writes this article on February 2nd. You want me to jump, jump in or you want yeah, to Yeah, you've got a good it? summary, Ryan, you jump on in. So I just, you know, uh, want to fairly kind of summarize his thing. He says, um, you know, there's been a lot of, uh, cryptocurrencies, um, that have become publicly traded without any government, pre-approval or disclosures. So, I mean, that's that's kind of his first argument. From there, I would say, well, yeah, not really, because, you know, ICOs, uh, initial coin offerings, have stopped in the U.S. some years ago. I mean, um, they came out. There were ICOs after the uh, 2017 run-up, and that's that was the time when there yeah. were a lot of those, and a lot of them turned out to be nothing. So, yeah, I mean, that's true, no doubt, but... You know, he's he essentially says like it's still ongoing and and it's not at least not in the U.S. No, there haven't been yeah, any of these uh -huh. in the U.S. in in several years. I don't think uh, Mr. Munger understood that. So then he says, in some cases, a promoter has obtained the cryptocurrency for almost nothing. Uh, you know, like a a promoter meaning a founder or you know someone who uh, 
was involved in the making of the crypto uh, project. And then he says, and then later the public buys at much higher prices uh, without knowledge of the promoter's purchase. So, and, and that's probably true to a big extent, to some extent. I don't know about the knowledge part because I think, you know, Ross, you and I look at these new tokens that come out and normally you get a breakdown of, hey, here's the, uh, the tokenomics, right? Here's how many oh, to insiders, right? That's exactly what we've covered several times, you know, like right. in, in Cardano's, this is what went to the developers, this is what went to the team, this is public sale, you know, stuff right, like that. Right, right. So. And some are better than others. And 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 when they're bad, like when, when a big amount goes to insiders, like for example, <clears> Solana, <throat> Solana, <laughs> yeah, you know, it's known and we talk about it and some of us are like, I'm not buying it because of that. And others are like, I don't care. I'll jump on board with these venture capitalists. And that's fine. Uh-huh. But it's yeah. not, it's Charlie doesn't get it that really, I don't think that is a, is an issue. I mean, there is an issue with them being some, very few probably, but some being projects that have no intention of going forward. But hey, you know, buyer beware uh, to some extent. All right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and then, and, and let me make another analogy. You talk about the public stocks, which is all Berkshire Hathaway invests in, right? They invest in public. Same mm-hmm. thing, yeah. right? Insiders, of course they got. What do you think when Microsoft went public? You don't <laughs> think Bill Gates got a big chunk of that? No, yes. it's <laughs> no, he couldn't right. Brian, right? So, so that's the same. All right. And then he basically says, um, there's a gap. Cryptocurrency is a gambling contract with a nearly 100% edge for the house. It should be banned. No. Oh. So, again, I don't see that. And there's no supporting evidence. It's just that I don't what see- we're reading is what's in the article. Right. So, it's just he's, I guess he's against insiders. Um, you know, getting the shares or the tokens at a lower price than what later the public gets it for. But surely that happens every every initial public offering, that's the case. So I don't really get your objection there. All right, so he says it should be banned. And here's two precedents that Charlie says why it should be done. Number one, the com- communist government of China has recently banned it. That... That was a wild. That's one of his arguments. wild statement. Yeah, and you know what we say to that? Yeah, Charlie. Of course they did. Because why? Because crypto is pro democracy. It's pro capitalism. It's pro fair opportunity for everybody. That's exactly what the China government doesn't want. <laughs> so of course they did that. What, what do you want the U.S. to be like China? Really? Is that? I mean, that's your argument. It's mind-boggling how stupid that is. It's just wild arguments with little. I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what's happening. And here. then here I love yeah. the second. The second one can't. I don't think it can be worse than that. But it's almost <laughs> as bad. He says in the early 1700s, England uh, act. You know, reacted to the South Sea Company bubble. If anybody remembers that, and they, yeah, I mean, it's pretty famous. Well, he might, remembers it because he was probably around. He might have been around. Yeah. <laughs> By banning all public trading in new common stock for the next hundred years or so. And then he says, and England did well. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. first I would say, um, 
wouldn't that same logic then mean that wait hold on it's it read it led strongly in both enlightenment and the industrial revolution to right. boot right so <laughs> england england did well after they banned all new initial public offerings basically so you know wouldn't that same logic apply to everything you your company invests in charlie meaning uh stocks so like after enron you wanted the united states for 100 years to ban new initial public offerings and, oh, and maybe the united no states sense. would do it that's number one and number two is where's the cause and effect charlie brian <laughs> you're just not enlightened <laughs> i guess not but so they ban something but the the country does well after that oh well that's a cause and effect well that's ridiculous that so charlie under your theory you are anti-capitalism you're anti publicly traded stocks which is all your company invests in your boss you know warren buffett that's all he invests in uh -huh. yeah. yes you probably rode on on his coattails all these years but don't you understand that <laughs> that what you're saying would ban exactly what you've been doing for the past 197 years i don't know anyway and brian this is hard to say i have to say you know no disrespect but this is similar to the christmas vacation uh dinner scene where they let they let aunt bethany give the the, the speech <laughs> and she bit. starts reciting the pledge of allegiance, pledge of allegiance. it's just like yeah, yeah. you know munger sent in this article and the wall street journal is like oh it's our All old right. pal munger let's so, let's have a spot and it's like right let me tell you is so, this? this is what i say uh, ross uh, it's uh -huh. so obvious and, and charlie munger is probably a smart guy and and he's probably contributed to the success of warren Buffett. But he clearly has zero idea of anything about crypto. And I say, shame on the Wall Street Journal for publishing this. Uh, it, I mean, there's yeah. no other word but ridiculous and shockingly stupid article. Yeah. I'm done. Well said. Well said. I'm done. <laughs> and, and folks, we've only scrapped, scratched the surface today right. because – we're going to get very heated at this next segment where we talk about, you know, staking. And, you know, I feel like the headline or the, the clickbait headline now is that, you know, SEC is coming after staking. Uh, I don't really know if that's true from what we're seeing uh, as an it's example not. from this SEC versus Kraken case. But first, let's just take a look at kind of how this these events transpired. Uh, and I realize you probably can't see this tweet if you're uh, watching on YouTube. So oh, yeah, there it blow is. it up a little bit. But. Um, you know, first, Brian Armstrong, uh, CEO of Coinbase, tweets this out. We're hearing rumors that the SEC would like to get rid of crypto staking in the U.S. for retail investors. I hope that's not the case, as I believe it would be a terrible path for the U.S. as that was uh, if this was allowed to happen. And, you know, this is a whole thread here. So but this kind of took everyone like off guard. Right. Like, Whoa, what the heck's happening? Um, you know, and of course, if Brian's going to tweet this out, you know, something else is uh, coming. Yeah. And this is this came out, you know, before the news of the actual settlement between the SEC and Kraken. So, yeah, was this a day or? I think just before? a day. I think, yeah. Oh, but, the eighth. Yeah, that was the day before. Yeah, right. So a lot of people saw this, including us, and we uh -huh. thought, you know, we all thought, "Geez, Armstrong wouldn't do this without knowing something," and I and he wouldn't. But that statement that you just read is is incorrect you know that the, the sec would like to get rid of crypto staking in the u.s for retail customers absolutely mm -hmm. not what actually came out from this so the next day 
right, is when we hear about the SEC settlement with Kraken. Kraken, there you go. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so the SEC simultaneously issued the complaint that they filed against Kraken along with the announcement that Kraken had settled with them. And it regards, the, the settlement regards the Kraken staking program. And, you know, the details here are, are critical because the Kraken. Very critical. Right. Yep. And I, I've, you know, I've read the complaint of the SEC uh, complaint against Kraken. And they allege that the Kraken staking program. Now, a lot of these exchanges have it. Right. But the SEC only has <laughs> yeah. authority over U.S. exchanges. So basically, uh, Kraken, Coinbase and Gemini. I mean, I don't know. Are there any others? Uh, I guess that's, yeah. But those that's, are the big ones, at least. Those are the big ones, yeah. But, and, the, and they all have staking programs, I, I think. I don't know yeah. anything about Gemini. I don't use Gemini. But, and the, I guess the terminology we're using here is kind of staking as a service, if you will. So yeah. these, these, these exchanges will stake, you know, if yes. you stake through their platform. Yeah. Right. If you're on these, uh, exchanges you probably know if you buy a staking coin or token and actually in the complaint as examples only the um sec has listed as examples of staking uh tokens or coins uh eth ada polka dot and adam right those are just the examples and, and that's not any mm -hmm. in any way alleging anything against those it's just saying these are some popular yeah, staking uh, coins. Oh, sorry. This is uh that's the that, complaint. Yeah. Uh -huh. yeah. Right. But yeah, they're just yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. So basically, then what they allege is that Kraken in its staking program had a lot of failures to disclose very important aspects of that staking program, and some of them are examples are. Um, uh, the missing information that Kraken should have disclosed were the fees charged by Kraken. Well, yeah, I kind of agree with that. Yeah. Uh, what Kraken does with the funds, and it says, are they making other uses with them? And again, you can kind of see the analogy here to what uh, was happening over at uh, at Sam Bakeman Freed, right? Oh, at exactly. Yeah. Yep. Are, are they then taking them and investing that? Again, that's fair. They should say whether they're doing that or not and and then here's critical too in their terms of service kraken said that it had the right not to pay any return at all at its discretion so even though it said hey you might get returns on i don't know for example your atom mm -hmm. uh staking of 12 percent you know if you read the fine print it said but we don't have to pay you anything and um and, and another thing is said later on in the complaint said investors in the Kraken program receive a reward determined by Kraken, not by the underlying blockchain protocol. And then later, paragraph 46 said Kraken does not disclose its cut or its fee for this. Mm -hmm. So that's pretty significant, I think failures of Kraken to, uh, first of all, disclose these kind of obvious things that they should disclose. I, I don't know really why anyone would have done it, not uh -huh. knowing what their cut is. Like, I think you and I have said, we both have some 
staking we do on Coinbase. Well, Coinbase discloses their percentage. Uh huh. Yeah. And so you uh-huh. can decide. Do I think that's too high? If so, I'm not going to do it. Do I think it's too low? Or do I think it's you know acceptable? Then okay, I'll stake with them. Yeah. So that and that, just real quick, Brian, we have a funny pun coming in here. Yes. Uh, SEC is cracking the whip. Cracking like the whip. Well, he that's, says he corrects. I guess SCS. SCS to, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's very Rhett. nice. Rhett, love it. Rhett, love it. Thanks for the input, bro. But but yeah, Brian, it's it's just like you know. I I see this just as a epic failure on the Kraken legal team. Like, why did they not have proper legal folks to review these uh, disclosures or lack thereof and say, well, what the heck, guys? We got to lay this out, this out, this out. Right. Um, or these patently unfair terms of service. Yeah. Where where mm-hmm. you can say, you know, they're in the fine print of a terms of service that no nobody actually reads. You say, oh, we can actually decide to pay nothing, and and. That is repeated several times in the SEC complaint. So that is very significant here. And I, I know people might be fishing for a reason. The only thing I can think of is that, you know, with staking, they're slashing. So I think Kraken's just trying to cover itself with slashing in case that happens to them. I don't know. I, that's just, I'm trying to give a reason for why they have that verbiage in there. But uh, well, why they would have it is still it's, sketchy. It's because they felt they could get away with it. That's what I think. You know, mm. they want to leave themselves. All That's the worst case. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, so the markets reacted to this, right? Both to Brian Armstrong's tweet and then to the announced settlement. But, you know, I think the market overreacted because this to me is a nothing burger because love it it's very limited right it's limited to cracking in this overreach and like you said their their team their legal team didn't do a good job of saying oh wait this should not be in our terms of service are you kidding me and saying oh guys we need to disclose our fee our cut for all of this oh i love that (laughs) (laughs) nothing it's a nothing burger right and i think a lot of the uh initial reaction to this like was mis misimplied by Brian Armstrong's tweet is it's an attack on staking absolutely mm-hmm. not an attack on staking it's oh, it, exactly it's an, yeah it's an attack on staking as a service that overreaches uh-huh. like Kraken's did <clears throat> but let's talk about um Coinbase's response right because the you know the obvious yeah. implication here is USC only has authority over america or united states what uh-huh. what what other uh exchange could be implicated by this and well the number one answer is coinbase and coinbase immediately came out after the terms of the settlement were disclosed uh-huh. and their um their chief legal officer basically uh showed the differences between their staking program and the kraken staking program so yeah it, go ahead yeah. Oh yeah, a great analogy I heard from uh, Brian Armstrong. I think it was on his Twitter. I should have pulled that up for you. But anyway, he's he's trying to say, you know, Kraken, uh, they're pulling everything together and lumping it all, which I guess kind of is what Coinbase is doing. A little different, but what Coinbase is doing is offering staking uh, more of like a, a software service. You know, of course, with staking, you need a computer to do the validation and also coins to put up um, to win that 
the validation node or validating of the transaction. So Coinbase is saying, hey, we're giving you the hardware. If you give us the staking, uh, you know, coins and we'll help you do the validation piece from a hardware software perspective right so and then they take a fee for doing that so that's how they they're differentiating yourself right. and they're disclosing that which and, and, is the main right, key here but yeah. right, true true and i agree you know almost it, it, so if what coinbase is saying is true and i haven't totally verified that although i understood from my you know research before i staked some things with Coinbase was, okay, here's what they do. Here's the cut they get. And it's essentially a cut of what you get of what they get from the protocol, right? <clears throat> so <throat> if in general, we get $100 from the protocol, for, from, meaning, I don't know, for example, ADA, from staking, you know, you get all, you know, all the stakers get whatever 80% of that we keep 20% that's our fee okay i get that that's fair that's the well i don't know if it's fair it's up to you if it's fair or not oh it's, yeah that's it's exactly closed right yeah it's you disclosed. know that up front uh-huh. you know that you, you've up got front. that decision to make uh-huh. right and i also i don't my my understanding was that okay coinbase you're not taking my stake and doing something else with it um meaning uh, investment wise you know like uh like ftx did you're taking Mm -hmm. my stake and you're staking it or you're staking it except for some reserve that you have for uh people who want to immediately redeem and and i think you know that's fair and sort of well known as well right so Mm -hmm. one of the benefits you get from this ross let's talk about the benefits to the staking as a service to consumers oh yeah okay i like that and, and first, it should be known that all the stake, the different coins have different uh, requirements, right? So, but for example, the biggest one, ETH, has a minimum staking amount. Um, yeah. And we think it's something like 32 ETH, I think. Yeah, I thought that right. was it. I'll look it up real quick. Right. And so, you know, at current amounts, that, that's a good chunk of money that a lot of people couldn't do. They can't get 32 ETH, so I can't, they can't stake it. But yes, you can if you go to one of these uh, staking as a service through Coinbase. 32, 32 yeah, ETH. 32 ETH. That's a lot of money. Mm-hmm. A lot of people can't afford that. So, But I, I, they would like to stake. They would like to get a, a return, right? They would like to get some interest or interest equivalent on, or, you know, on their uh, ETH. So this is great for the consumer if it's done properly. Another thing with the ETH, ETH has a lockup. You can't take your ETH out, and everybody knows this. Mm-hmm. If you stake with ETH, you can't, you know, withdraw it until they get to the next level, which we they say is coming in March. But on staking a service, you can on some of them, and I I don't know. I mean, it, it all varies, but you know that's another benefit <clears throat> these staking as services offer to consumers also it's just easier in general you don't have to take it off oh it's so much easier yeah you don't have to get the wallet you don't have to get you know then take you know take it from your wallet and and properly stake it it's just it's a it's actually a service with value it's very it's very similar to you know i have some friends uh doing airbnb rentals and they just have a company that manages their airbnb forum of course they take a 20 percent cut so it's very similar to that and you know you and i brian have talked about doing staking uh, just on our own, especially for ETH. And, you know, we got to just, it, 
exactly what you're saying. You know, we got to looking into it and we're like, uh, it's a lot of work. We right. could just stake on a, you know, one right. of these exchanges and, and take that fee, uh, yeah. less work on us. So, yeah. yeah. And they're all very different, right? Like, so ETH has some minimums, it has slashing, it has uh, tie up periods. And then you look at ADA, it has none of those yep. things. It has none of those. There's no minimum for ADA uh, other than maybe one. I mean, something. It's something real low. That everybody really can yeah. do, right? Uh -huh. Everybody has 40 cents. If they're gonna do it. I mean, and so, so there's no minimum. There is no uh, tie up at all. It's always in your own uh, custody. So, you know, ADA has been saying, oh, you know, this is a Cardano. 5.5 ADA is required. Is so. it 5.5? Yeah. So a couple uh -huh. bucks. Um, so, you know, ADA people are saying, oh, this just shows that ADA is, is superior. Our staking is so easy. I mean, and there's, you know, there's some argument for that but you the thing is you know in advance you know up front if you want to stake your eth you know you got to have 32 you know it's going to be locked up for this mm -hmm. certain period so anyways um i i think the whole reaction of the market was totally misguided it was based on assumed information that once we got the real information from the sec settlement with kraken and the statements from the sec from gary gensler from the SEC enforcement chief, you see, well, no, it really was these problems that Kraken had. And obviously Kraken had them because they rolled over. They rolled over in a heartbeat. Oh, oh, oh that's a very good point, Brian. When they got hit with this, they were like, okay, we'll settle. You're like, what? Right, because you anybody can look at like, What are they going to say? Oh, no, our terms of service don't say that? Well, let's look at it. Yeah. So their terms of service literally said, we don't have to pay you anything if we don't want. And that's just absurd. Good. Yeah. I'm glad that got canceled. There yeah. shouldn't be terms of service to say that. So there you go. So and now Gensler has indicated, oh, other app platforms better beware. And, and I guess I agree if other platforms under the SEC jurisdiction are doing garbage, like having a term of services, we don't have to pay you anything. Well, then they should be punished. But Coinbase says, okay, we're not one of those. And Coinbase always says, and by the way, our staking as a service is not a security. So you have no uh, authority or jurisdiction here anyway. But uh -huh. in any event, Gensler, who looks like that guy on The Simpsons, <laughs> what was his name? Oh, what's that guy's? Uh, Mr. Next door neighbor, right? No, the guy who ran the, uh, wasn't he the head of the uh, nuclear plant, wasn't he? Oh, sorry. Yeah, it's uh, I'll think of them in a second. Burns, Mr. Burns, Mr. Burns, yeah. Burns. Uh -huh. yeah. Anyways, Mr. Burns here has his little funny video, and it's not funny at all. He keeps making a pun between steak. Well, that's a, if you're looking at the thumbnail on YouTube, that's where I got the, yeah. the steak, not steak, you know. But yeah. it the tone of this, I don't want to read just off this video, but the tone of this video is not. We're coming after staking. It feels very educational. This is what crypto staking is. Yeah. As long as you disclose, you're all good. That that's the right. tone I got from this. I'll share this YouTube video of Gary Gensler going over this. But okay, um, you mean it'll be in like below? Yeah, I'll be in the description link, of the podcast and the uh, a link YouTube in the video. description. Okay. Yes. There you go. All right. Yeah. But anyway, yes. What everyone should take away from this is they're not going after staking. If you're staking ADA. If you're staking Soul, if you're staking Adam, no worries whatsoever. Unless, you know, you were staking it on Kraken, and then there's even no worries. They're they're just unstaking it. So what you would do is just take it off the exchange and stake it yourself. 
Yeah. But they're I mean, not going after staking tokens. Not at all. Oh, yeah. And honestly, when this is all coming out, Brian, I was so confused because I, I do some individual staking uh, for Cardano. Yeah, me too. And I was just so like, how how is how is this gonna look like what what how, what can they do i don't know it was just very confusing right. so yeah the, i think read into it yeah brian armstrong's original tweet uh, granted he probably didn't have full information but it was phrased mr uh, burn Rhett has Rhett commented in mr, mr. burns yeah. just failed but just he failed Rhett. <laughs> he phrased it as you know coming after staking and that is just not the case at all so don't worry about your staking token your coins you know, that's not a thing. Only if you have them staked on one of these exchanges that may get attacked, even then you're not going to suffer. You're just going to have to take them off the exchange and stake them yourself, which is fine. Yeah, Easy. exactly. It's, it's really not that hard. And really, I don't think, you know, either one of us is a fan of doing a huge amount of staking on an exchange. I've got, uh, I think, just one ETH on Coinbase. I'm not like that is I'm not putting my whole ETH bag on even on Coinbase that I, I feel very trusted having my yeah. coin on there uh for a little bit of time i'm not putting a large amount of my bag i'll stake a little bit uh i don't know yeah. well you you and i are more comfortable with you know taking stuff off an exchange putting it into a wallet you know transferring it from the wallet to something else but some people just mm -hmm. aren't comfortable with that and i understand that so i actually think the staking as a service actually is valuable for a retail customer it's just got to be done right, which it seems it looks to me like Coinbase is doing and Kraken wasn't. Oh, exactly. I mean, Brian, even for me as a software developer, my every time I have to transfer coin, uh, to this day, my palms get sweaty. Uh, <laughs> I have to look up you know, a tutorial to make sure I'm sending it to the right spot, to this, triple right. check. It's going to Cardano Wallet, Cardano Wallet. You know, I, it's epic paranoia time so yeah right. i totally understand it right. so we still need to get everybody knows we still need to get the ui better you know in uh, crypto in general um especially onboarding offboarding all that needs to become easier and simpler and less nerve-wracking but it is what it is right now and that just means that these uh, exchanges are providing a service as long as they're doing what they say and you know saying what they do yeah as much as I don't like the SEC on this one, it's kind of like, I mean... It right. In hindsight, it sense, right. Yeah. My so. first reaction is the SEC under Ginsler is always wrong with respect to crypto. Mm -hmm. But as you look at the details of this, you can see Kraken just overreached. They just thought, you mm -hmm. know what, we're going to get away with whatever we can. And then that way, whatever happens, we can't get blamed. Um, but they overdid it and they got called on it. And so they had no real defense. And so they just rolled over, you know what, in this case, that's fine. Yeah, exactly. Anyways, okay. man, now look objectively, you know, that's right. Let's not, uh, let's not overreact out there. Uh, crypto world. This is not attack on another paper. buying opportunity, Brian. Once yeah. the dip, once I saw the dip, I was like, yes, I just got my paycheck. Bam. It's going boom, in. <laughs> boom. Yep. Love it. All right, let's wrap it up, Ross. We're at like 30 minutes or a little over. So, Oh, yeah, a little over 30 minutes. It yeah. always lasts longer than I think, Brian. But, but hey, everyone, right. thanks for stopping by, uh, joining the live stream. Uh, next time I will have brews for brews and blockchain instead of this right. ugly, stupid water I have over here. But, right. yeah, everyone, check out thecryptomasters.com for all your uh, crypto needs. We've got our podcast up on there, um, doing some blogging on there as well. So check it out. But, hey, Thanks, everybody. Thanks. Have a good one.
Und es 